Hey there! You're listening to You're Golden, a podcast about my personal experience navigating this life as a spiritual being in a human body. This podcast might be for you if you want to connect with something bigger than yourself, but also participate in our 3D reality. Basically, I'm a blend of pragmatism and mysticism, so if that sounds intriguing to you, then you might find what you're looking for here. Around here, your golden means that to be spiritual, there isn't much you need to do, but rather that we are here on this earth to be. So without further ado, let's get into this episode. I hope you enjoy it. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Your Golden. So today's episode is called Colder the Heart, the Warmer the Gun. And this is kind of the introduction, I would say, to the Rebirth series. This is also kind of the lay of the land of really like the kickstart of everything that I've been going through. So this was actually sent out to my subscribers in October of 2021. So here goes. I've been on a, on quite a roller coaster since my 29th birthday in July of 2021. Maybe you've been wondering where I've been, or maybe you haven't since I've always made it a habit of not consistently showing up, but regardless, I'm going to tell you just exactly what has been going on. I'll tell you about my outer world, my inner world, and the current reality of the value that I offer. And before I dive in, I want to say thank you. From the bottom of my heart, if you've been a follower of my work for any amount of time, if you're tuning in right now and are a new follower, I really, really want to say thank you for being here. Thank you for hanging out with me over the course of time. I opened my business back in 2018. And since then, it has morphed and changed and evolved, mostly due to me not knowing what the hell I wanted to do, to be, to offer. So if you have stuck with me all this time, I'm beyond grateful and quite frankly amazed. But if you're relatively new, I'm really happy to have you. And I really hope that you can find what you need here. So my outer world, the amount of change that I have gone through over the last three months. So at that time, it was from July to October was very mind numbing as well as exhilarating. I crave change often. It's just kind of who I am, but I've really outdone myself (laughs) with this one. So since July of 2021, up until October of 2021, I had ended a six-year live-in romantic relationship with a man that I wholeheartedly believed I was going to marry. I moved from Missouri to Florida to live with my best friend until I was able to support myself. I sold my home and used the money to pay down some debt, keep myself afloat, and purchase a sales course that even to this day, February of 2022, still haven't put in into practice. Um, I halted all business activity, started applying to full-time corporate jobs, 
didn't get any of those. And then I followed my intuitive hit um, to email a fellow online spiritual business owner to see if she needed any help. Turns out she did. So I started a new job. I got really curious and serious about my health and am more on track um, than I have ever been before to get my gut in a healthy balance. I went to the dentist for the first time in 10 years. I know that's really gross, um, but I had inconsistent dental insurance. So money things. And I am weightlifting five days a week after not having worked out on a consistent basis since 2014. So health-wise, got onto a totally different track. And finally, I got bored and started going out more often, which has led to three miserable hangovers, two mediocre hookups, and one heart-stopping pregnancy scare. It was not great. So my inner world, from the outside, most of the change looks really positive. But then there's that shadowy activity that paradoxically sheds light on what's going on internally. So on the inside, while I know that the catalyst decision, which was to leave my relationship, was the right one to make, it still feels like I'm destroying my life. I'm having a tower moment. I'm torn. I've torn everything down and am rebuilding anew, which is really crazy. <laughs> I've been humbled over and over. I'm being called to put my head down and put in the work to attain self-mastery. I'm looking deep within myself to find who I actually am. I'm scheduling intuitive sessions with trusted guides. I'm listening to past sessions that I've uh, had with intuitives for any piece of information that maybe I'm ready to hear now, but I wasn't ready to hear then. I'm learning that I know next to nothing about everything. I've faced really hard truths about who I've been, how I've acted, how I'm responsible for wrongs that I thought were rights in the moment, how I've been lying to myself, how selfish I am, how detached I am, and really a lot more. Being the astrologer that I am, I've recently spent a lot of time in my natal chart as well as my human design chart. And when I was learning astrology, my mentor would have me interpret my own chart, but as if the chart didn't belong to me and it belonged to someone else. And over the years, I had forgotten about this practice. It can be really, really difficult to interpret your own chart when you're looking at it with expectant and willful eyes, but when you are stripped down to what feels like nothing, you really have no expectations. So you have no ego trying to force something to appear the way you desire because you don't really desire much more than basic survival, which is where I was. So taking my astrology back to the basics, I honed in on my sun sign. Not just the sign that it's in, but the house it's in, the planet that rules it, what it rules, which would be the Leo house and any Leo planets, because the sun will always rule over the Leo domain. Any aspects to my sun, you know, pretty much anything that I could find in relationship to my sun sign. And in this analysis, 
I found a person who loves love. And if you know me at all or have been like in my sphere for a while, you would be like, what? (laughs) I have sworn off any kind of discussion about love. I found, so I found a person who loves love, a person who craves passion and warmth and beauty, a person who values connection and all kinds of relationships, someone who sees other people as gifts to the world, someone who wants to go deep with those who spark her. And for anybody wondering, I'm a cancer son and my son is in the seventh house. So some of that interpretation might be relevant to you if you're a cancer son or you have your son in the seventh house. There's way more details there, but that might feel resonant to you if you have either one of those things. So, you know, after doing all of this discovery, then I compared that analysis to how I've actually been living my adult life and my findings were borderline tragic. I've shut all of those parts of myself off and leaned all the way into the intellectual and pragmatic side of myself which exists, but it's not the only part of me. I can almost pinpoint exactly when I did it. Well, I mean, I'm sure that it was actually more of a progression over time and not really a single moment, but high school really wrecked my heart in a lot of ways. Maybe one day I'll share, but it really did a lot for me emotionally um, and not in like the most supportive way. But college really stimulated my brain. And so cancers do tend to veer on the side of self-preservation. So in my eyes, intellect was the clear winner to me because that could protect me. And so that was, you know, my survival mechanism. My way to self-preserve was to just stay in the intellectual side of things. And so for years literally years. I've had intuitive healers and guides tell me that I have heart healing to do, that my heart center needs a boost, that all of my power comes from my heart center. And I've just really ignored it all. Just, I I would hear it and kind of internalize it, but I wouldn't do anything about it. And so now after ending one of the healthiest relationships I've ever had in my life. I don't feel heartbroken. I've tried to figure out why that is. And I've finally realized that it's because I really never let the relationship or the man fully penetrate my heart. Before this realization, I thought I didn't feel as broken as, as he did, because maybe I'm just heartless (laughs) or maybe I'm just a detached Aquarius moon, or maybe I didn't actually love him at all. And just thought he was a safe bet for a safe life. All of these things are just kind of ruminating. And in some ways, probably all those things could be true, but I did and do love him. I want the absolute best for him. I'm upset that we couldn't make each other happier. Um, I'm upset about a lot of things 
with that, but I've come to grips with the fact that we just aren't right for each other and that choosing him every day wasn't actually enough despite the numerous people who told me that that's what relationships are. Relationships are a choice. That's not wrong. That's not incorrect. Relationships are a choice, but there is more to it than that. And that was just really a hard pill to swallow to realize my role and how it wasn't working. So currently, and this was current as of October, 2021, but some of this is still relevant. Currently, the value that I offer in all of this change, I've spent time reflecting on my business and what to do with it. I thought of closing up shop altogether, but I got a very clear message that that was not correct, but taking the time away was completely necessary. So the time away has helped me see that my goals and my why have been totally distorted. I've been flirting with my calling or my path, whatever you want to say, this whole time, but still severely missing the mark. I haven't owned my gifts. I haven't owned who I am. And due to the lack of ownership, I've been hanging out in limbo, towing the line with my highest path, but not actually stepping onto it. I've been fortunate enough to really help support and guide a handful of people. And those people have really made running this business an absolute joy and a fulfilling experience. However, um, a cold hard truth that I've recently accepted is that while I do want to help people, I've been very obsessed with my own success, my own recognition, and my own earnings. And so the business decisions that I've made have been based on two things. One, how do I not get feelings involved into my work? And then two, how can I make more money? And I really despise this truth. It makes me sick. It makes me feel like I'm the shittiest person alive. Um, and it makes me feel very corrupt, dishonest, and even weak. And it's really the reason why I've dismantled my business and I'm rebuilding it. I don't know what's going to become, what it's going to become. I do have inklings, but nothing is fully concrete. I have messages that are coming through that want to be shared. And so those actually spurred the rebirth series in my newsletter. All I really know is that I'm meant to continue um, offering soul mission sessions. And actually at this point, I have intuitive guidance sessions as well. And I actually need to share my current experiences. I've, I'm getting that very clear message that while selfishly, I'm like, oh, yay, talk about yourself. There's another part that's like, oh man, nobody wants to hear about you. I'm actually getting the very clear message to share my life a bit more. And it feels very crazy. But basically from a business perspective, I've really rolled the business way back. So if you have listened to this far, I really want to thank you for being here. For the first time in a long time, I have no expectations. I and mean, I have a pure desire to explore 
And I genuinely hope that you come along for the ride. But if you don't, I understand. It doesn't mean anything wrong about you or anything bad about you. And it doesn't mean anything wrong or bad about me either. It just means that that's not what's needed for either one of us. And that's totally okay. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Your Golden. If you enjoyed what you heard, I invite you to submit a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you want to get in touch, you can either leave me a message on Anchor, shoot me a DM on Instagram, or send me an email. Just tap on the show notes for links to all three contact methods. And last but not least, please don't forget, you're golden. You're golden.